Okay. Oh, I forgot. I have um, a prayer request and a praise. Um, just this su- last Sunday, one week from today, our daughter was engaged. And it is so freaking awesome. Um, I have the video if you want to see it. I have pictures. Uh, feel free to contact me. I'll, I'll show it to you. It's just um, it's another fact and a, uh, an answer to prayer. Because I, for many years, my kids would lay in bed. I would pray with them, and we would do what we, you know, the bedtime ritual. But I would go in, and I would physically pray over them. You know, I prayed, someone told me once, you need to pray for your daughter's husband, and you need to pray for your son's wife. It's like, well, they don't even have one yet. Well, you need to pray for one that comes into their life. So that's what I did. And I had many times that Taylor would come to me. Mom, I'm the third wheel. I'm the dog sitter, house sitter, bridesmaid, uh, you know. But I know God has a plan. I said, hey, yeah, sis, God has a plan. Well, this, God worked abundantly in her life and brought um, Greg, our future son-in-law, into her life. And he asked her to be his forever last Sunday. Todd and I went home from church, got in our jammies, laid on the couch. Um, My phone rang, and I saw that it was Greg. I was like, he doesn't ever call me. And I ran for the phone, and I missed it. And then Todd's phone was ringing in the family room, so I'm running into the family room. Answer it, it's Greg, it's Greg. Because we already knew he had bought the ring, and we just didn't know when the ring was coming in or when he was going to do the whole scenario. So he called, and Todd's like, oh, yeah, we'll win. He's like, well, we just got in our pajamas. Um, You got to do it today? And, um, you know, totally messing with him. And so we we got our good clothes back on, we headed down to Fort Wayne and, and camped out at a a brother of Greg's, and got to watch from a big picture window um, him get down on one knee and ask her to be his. And that's a whole other sermon that I can't even get into, so we'll skip that and and go with what I have written down because we don't have much time. Uh, It is. It's been on the whole time. She's got me singing and everything. It's great. Yeah, this podcast should be really interesting. (laughs) because I don't know all the words to all the songs. so um, I had an incident, and, and this, this is not, I don't ever plan to, for this to be a discouraging, or I, I want this to be encouraging and uplifting, and the only way I know how to do that is to go by what God has spoken to me in the week. And I think it was on Monday or Tuesday when I was talking to Todd, I was like, you know, he goes, I'll sit down with you. I'll help you. We'll, we'll get something, you know, lined out. And I said, yeah, but I think it, it's supposed to be maybe something that God speaks to me about. Um, and he's like, yeah, has God, has God been speaking to you? I'm like, well, I think. <laughs> so I said, just leave me alone. I'll deal with I'll, I got it. I got it. Because I expressed to him how nervous I was and, and how nervous I get. And he's like, well, I'll help you out. And I was like, I think I, think I got this. So, um. This week, um, I had an experience. I've, I've taken on a little position in an in a area of my life where I, um, I know some people. Uh, it's people I see on a daily basis. These people are um, very nice. They're humble. They're loving. They're uh, an example that I respect. So the, the message today is leading by example. What is your example? Um, how did you get here today? 
why are you here today? Did you come for the donuts? Did you come to support Todd and I? I mean, are you, why, why are we here today? Uh, something else I like to think about, not like to think about, but I do think about is, what would someone say at your funeral? If I do that a lot, I'm like, man, would the church be full at my funeral? How, how, how many people are going to come to my funeral? What would someone say at my funeral? And, and so these people that I, that I met, this, um, that I've known for about a year, I eat with them, I talk with them, I worship with them, I pray with them. They, are, um, they live a humble, beautiful, very uh, just conservative life. No, you know, things aren't important to them. Someone assumed in their life that they would be okay with a certain um, situation that they would agree to. And, and I'm not going to go into it because then it's political and religious and I don't want to get there. But someone assumed that they would be okay with a decision and made a decision on their behalf. Come to find out they were not okay with that decision. And their beliefs, they decided to change that decision. And in, within that they, were, they met a lot of backlash in the media with people um, thinking they were prejudiced. When, when they weren't prejudiced at all, they were just stepping out in faith and in their beliefs. So it got me thinking. Do people just assume I love Jesus? Do people just assume I'm okay with certain things that go on? I want to be, what is my example? What am I showing to others, what am I showing to my children, my, the people I'm in contact with, my bus driving uh, co-workers, what is my example to them? Do they come to work going, you know, this is how Tisha is? If someone went up to them and said, hey, do you know, do you know that Tisha? Do they go, oh, yeah, I know Tisha. Or do they go, yeah, I do know Tisha. Um, they come up to me and say, hey, do you know that Johnny Red? Oh, yeah, I know Johnny. Or, yeah, I know Johnny. What, and, and I don't think that that's all important. It just got me thinking this week. That's what I'm thinking this week is what is my example? What, and I told Todd, I said, I think what I want to do is I don't want to have to, these people led me by an example. They prayed with me at lunch. They uh, spoke godly things into my life. They asked how I was doing. They never said, well, you know what, this is what I believe, and this is what I'm going through. I just, through their conversation with me, I, I had a sense these people had a good, solid faith. And then they stepped out in that faith when times got tough and they had to stand up for their beliefs, and they were crucified for them, literally, all over social media and all over the news, and it was a, it was a really tough situation. But I, I come to find out, you know, it's just because that's what they believed and they did not physically say it when I first met them, but I kind of had that thought. So I thought their example was good. So I was thinking, what's my example? What am I leading others to believe about Tisha? Luke 6.43, and I will say that Todd helped me with, with this. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by the kind of fruit it produces. Figs never grow on thorn bushes or grapes on bramble bushes. A good person produces good deeds from a good heart, and an evil person produces evil deeds from an evil heart. This is the best part of this um, verse right here. If you haven't heard anything, listen to this. It says, whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Todd spoke of this 
a while back, and he mentioned heart transplant. We all need a heart transplant sometimes. I've had about 20 this week, and it's been, it's been a constant um, struggle this week, trying to figure out if my heart is in the right place. Um, where is your heart today? Where is your heart this very minute? And what brought you here today? Now, I'm not really saying physically here in this building, but what brought you here to this place in your life right now? And um, today, actually, physically, Todd brought me to this place because he's not here, so he said, will you fill in? So that's why I'm here physically. Um, what brought me to these particular rooms is having an addict in my life that wanted a, a, a different way of life. So that's how I even got familiar with these rooms. But what brought me to a place of brokenness, searching for a different life, or as Todd says, a heart transplant? I really, really, really sat long and hard on this. And I'm going to say it was the beautiful example and unconditional love of my parents. And I'm going to say of special people like this lady sitting right there in the green sweater. Her example in my life is why Tisha is even able to stand up here and speak any kind of anything to any one of you. Maybe we don't or didn't all have that love, but the love, care, and the leading example of someone brought you here today. Someone loved you and cared enough about you to bring you here today. Not just in this physical room, but in this place in your life. Someone loved you enough and cared enough to set some kind of example for you to bring you here. This may be a little more of a personal testimony, and I apologize, but that's just where I am, and that's what I do, is I can only go by experience, and this is, this is what I got. I also, when I think of my parents and their example, 1 Peter 5.3 came to mind, and it says, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. Not pointing the finger, saying, you have to do this, you should do this, which I know sometimes we need, but by being sheer examples to those around us. My heritage comes from a long line of fruit-bearing trees. I've got great-grandparents, grandparents, and parents. They were all God-fearing, um, God-loving. They were patient, compassionate people. Not perfect, absolutely not perfect, but they, they were God-fearing, God-loving, um, great people, and they still are. My parents, my great-grandparents and grandparents have passed. They were always praying and always leading me to a different, um, to be good, to be the best person I can be. It's not everyone's path, nor should it be. That was Jesus speaking. Yeah. Look at your phone. What's it say? You've surely got a good message in there somewhere. <laughs> Just what we need to hear. Um, are you doing this on purpose? I'm not really. That's okay. Mute. Mute. <laughs> She's kind of scary sounded. <laughs> you trying to mute me? I get it. Um, okay, whoa. This uh, wasn't my, everybody's path, and it, it shouldn't be, but here's mine. I went to church twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday evening. Uh, we had nightly devotions as a family. We prayed every night as a family. And we opened our house on many, many occasions for Sunday afternoon dinners and lunches, prayer meetings, and countless, countless, 
countless youth gatherings. That's just what we did all the time. That's how I was raised. That's how I was brought up. That's what we did. Um, I'm not, I, I took it all for granted. I dug my heels in. I fought it. Um, when my mom, I didn't have the choice, hey, I'll meet you at church, okay? It was like pounding, get up. It's 7 o'clock. We're going to church. All right, so me and my brother and sister, we got up. We went to church. That's what we did. We didn't even take our own car. We had our driver's license, and we all three sat in the back seat, and that's just what we did. I am so thankful for that heritage today, so thankful for that heritage. Diana was there for all of it. (laughs) If we had room for her, she would ride with us. (laughs) So I was rebellious. I was hateful. I paved the way for my younger siblings by being the troubled child. I got my parents ready and seasoned for what they had to deal with with them. I mean, I was the one. It was me, and I wasn't even that bad. But I was was bad in their eyes, not their eyes, for their naive beings. (laughs) I was bad. So whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Unfortunately, uh, for me, I truly didn't have my heart transplant until about 15 years ago, and I've had about 20 in the past week, which I said, and God, God has really been working on me this past week. So I found a quote, and it said this, People may doubt what you say, but they believe what you do. And that could be really good and really bad because... I got to a point, the addict in my life, I doubted everything he said. But I believed everything he did because he was good at not showing up. He was good at saying, I'll be there, and not being there. He was good at saying, I love you, but not showing that love. He was good at saying, hey, I'll take care of the kids, and, it didn't, and he never showed up. He was very good at that. So in our life, people may doubt what you say, but will believe what you do. So that means if you show someone that you love them, it goes a lot further than saying, hey, I love you. If you show them that you love them, if you hug them, you care about them, you text them, you call them, you squeeze them, you just let them know that you love them. Showing, by example, is better than speaking. Not everyone is um, equipped with a fruitful tree and a good heart, but everyone is capable It's hard to imagine that nowadays with all the bad stuff going on. There's just always, on social media, on the news, there's always someone mistreating someone else. You think, that heart could never be good. That heart is always going to be evil. There's no hope for that person. And that's not true. That's not true. Even the hardened heart can be transplanted. I don't want to leave anyone to assume who I am. I want them to know who I am. I want them to see the the transformed part. I want to live it out so they can see it. For for me to be a fruit-bearing, good-hearted example, I have to be willing to follow the example that has been ahead of me for 49 years. I've had an example ahead of me for 49 years. Why am I just now wanting to follow that, that lead? I don't get it. So every single one of us, in this room, and this, this is important, and I made this up myself, but if it's something that I want this room of people especially to know, because I think you guys already know it, but I want to reiterate what it means, and then, and then I'll be done, and you guys can get out of here. But every single one of us in this room, every single one of us, there's not one of us that are excluded, has someone looking at you. You have someone looking up to you. You have someone looking for direction. Someone is looking for an example to follow. So what is your example going to be for that person? 
Lord, I ask that you take the Luke 6.43 in, in all of our lives right now and that you, you plant us in firm foundation. You plant the good trees. You, you transform our heart. You make us be good examples for you. And, and, you know, I'm not saying for us to be perfect. I'm not saying for us to, to lead thousands to Christ or many into this room. But if we can reach one, if we can reach one person, Lord, with our example and our love and our transformed heart for you, Lord, that I ask that you allow us to do that and that you bring goodness and mercy and grace to all of us today. Help us to have a beautiful day and to take what we've heard today out into the world and use it for your good. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for coming, guys.